What's, What's up? up? This is Draco. And this is Alicia. And you're now tuned in to OD, OD Podcast. Podcast. Oh, <laughs> Period. What's up, what's up, what's it's up? What's up? She snitched, me, but I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna tell nobody. <laughs> you snitching still though, y'all. I'm very much sleepy. What's going on with you? Um, I'm very much busy. Love that for me, but hate it at the same time. I, um, man, so today I had to go to, I'm sorry, were you done sharing your, um, how you been? I'm sorry. Yeah, I just said I was busy. The overwhelmingness pushed my story out of my mouth. I couldn't help it. Okay. (laughs) I know you got word vomit. Child. So, okay. Today I had to go to work in person, right? Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. So first things first, I, you know, I, I didn't have to be at the office till 10 technically because we had a baby shower for my coworker. And I'm like, okay, cool. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. Right. Okay. So I'm, you know, walking my dog. We walk around the neighborhood, mind our business, having fun. Okay. It's time to go. Um, I leave because I don't live that far from work. I leave like 30 minutes before it was time to be there. So um, I go, I'm driving, boom, 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 driving. Oh, snap. I forgot my work badge. Let me go back. Thank God I ain't that far. Boom, 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 boom. Go back. Get off the exit to my house. Get hit from the back. Somebody hit your car? Somebody hit my car. Yes, baby. Okay, so now I ain't never been no car accident before. I don't know nothing. You know what I'm saying? Now, he didn't hit me hard. It was one of them things where I'm not, I'm 100% sure it's because he he broke too too late or he wasn't paying attention thinking that that traffic was moving. Okay, cool. So um, we pulled, we got out. I ain't seen nothing but some scratches. I'm, I'm not tripping. I was like, listen, I'm a, I ain't gonna lie to you. I don't know what I'm what we supposed to be doing right now. Do we supposed to get insurance information or what? And he was like, let's just part, pull over so that we can um get each other's information or whatever he said. I don't even remember. So we pull over to a safe, like out of traffic or whatever. I mean, it's literally some scratches. And I'm gonna show you a picture, but just know the picture is way worse than what it looked like. And that says a lot because you can't see squat diddly on it now. Definitely <laughs> some scratches, but like, it don't look it don't it it doesn't like i literally am not okay let me just show you just pretend that white stuff ain't there and that's ash like that's not scratch that's like mm. I, I can wipe it off with my fingers so anyway it's very minor scratches and so um we was like okay so you know if we go through insurance it's gonna run me my deductible um five hundred dollars to get this bumper fix for something that literally that picture it makes it look crazy and not crazy anyway, yeah it looks worse than what it is yeah and you okay so basically that's what we got so he was like look i could just venmo you or whatever the case is and he was like how much you want and i'm like i don't know i said let me google how much it costs to fix a scratch bumper he ran me 350 perfect Look at my car right now. What scratch? You literally don't see nothing. You just pay about two bills. I just bought Hazel Prada dog collar. Thank you, <laughs> And did I'm gonna pick it up tomorrow. And Period. Uh, but yeah. Why I did not expect that to come out of your mouth? Wow. <laughs> what? My baby deserved. What if my baby would have been a bad seat? But no, the man was super apologetic. I swear to God, I was not pressed. I wasn't even bothered by it. I'm just like, okay, I'm in an accident. I'm not dead. I didn't, you know, ain't no airbags deployed. Um, so I, you know, because he used Venmo, I see his 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 real name. He works where I used to work. It happened in front of my old job. 
I know exactly where to find him. You know what I'm saying? If anything got, went wrong, like let's say, cause you know, sometimes cars are really sensitive and yeah. um, my camera's back there and all that. So if like, if I have an issue later on that line with a sensor reflect, related to the bumper, then okay, now we need to escalate this, which I doubt is going to happen. But I'm just saying I was okay with him paying me because it really was not that deep. And I, that 350 is not fixing no scratch. I'm going to give me a Sharpie and keep it pushing. Okay, so anyway, that happened today. Then I got to work and then found out that um, my team, this is like some corporate talk, but we had a reorg. And basically in corporate America, when they're, a reorg is when they're like, all right, you used to work in supply chain. Now you work in marketing. We're going to use your position in marketing because we have a new vision for the department. So basically they can pretty much put you under a different different department, different director, different everything because they have decided other needs of the business. This kind of negotiation happens behind your back, Okay. And it can happen at any moment, any time. When I worked at um, Home Depot, it happened several times. So, um, and that's not a bad thing. There's nothing wrong with that. But it does change what um, my position looks like in the long run in a good way. So I have more access to more technical stuff, which is what I have always wanted anyway. And then the new girl that we just hired, now she's getting put in a whole different scene. So anyway, I came to work after all that, late to the baby shower, scratched up beans, $350 richer to a new team now i got my same manager and all that and i still have the same title like my responsibilities are the same but it actually would be a lot more impactful uh with what they have so anyway that's not neither here nor there but i just had a super eventful day i um i had some free food and then i came home to my little baby my little baby and then i bought i had bought myself a a, a, a jockmus bag for buying yeah, a house it's real sickening real oh, sickening i know people like them little tiny bags for him don't play with me <laughs> 350 to put some chapstick in your bag now my bag it was it was more than 300 but it still was not as expensive as most designer bags so i was very happy with that so yeah that made my day or whatever the case is but yeah that was my um night my days are usually not that eventful and today was one of the ones yeah um my apartment complex has just been bullshit this past two weeks because we're transitioning over to a new building manager and she's black um period i thought that was good we it went, is you know but um since this building has been ran by the same people for so long they have to literally start over why people live here so they have to find a new cleaning crew because the old manager is petty she already signed a started a petition for us to sign so that she wouldn't be able to leave so what they, they ended up making <laughs> her leave anyway so she paid. Wait, wait, wait. Why does she have to leave if she's not selling the property? I don't understand. Isn't it privately owned? She's like, it's private owned. It was private owned. Now they, I don't know. But she was working for the person who hired her. And now they, um, she's out of a job, I guess. I don't know. Like she's, she was working here for so long and I don't know. But she, um, she petty. She took everything. She took the cleaning crew, so our hallways and stuff are dirtier. Um, the cooling tower on top of my building is out, so it's hot and steamy. And I live in a loft, so it's no windows, so it's like hot in here. It's I see weird. a window right behind you. These are the only two windows in my whole apartment, and they don't open. But don't say no windows. I mean, like. They don't have any windows with ventilation. Let's say that. Okay, understood. Sorry, King. Just wanted to clarify for the people. So <clears throat> it's no, it's, you know, it's whatever. And then they shut down the damn portal for rent and parking payments. Uh, okay. Oh, so <laughs> what's going on? 
they did that while I was out of town um, when I was on the road and I couldn't pay my rent because I'm out. Like I'm, uh, and, and the shit is away. I mean, the shit is out. You ain't getting no away. heads up or nothing about No, that? they told us the day before oh, the rent was brother. due. So I'm like, okay, so my rent is going to be late. So um, are they not going to waive that? If it's because of the short notice, you know what I'm saying? Child. They will see. They would never do that in my city. So I just, <laughs> I said, well, since it's gonna be late, I get our money when I when I feel like it, cause it's late anyway. Yeah. So I had to do all this running around stuff for um for that, cause they only they don't accept money orders. I could have just walked to CVS, got a money order. They want cashier's checks. Oh, I had I had to get a cashier's check to close on my house, and I was like, is it seventeen seventy six? Like, right. why I can't get a wire? Granted, it's cheaper than a wire, but now I got this piece of paper worth a lot of money that could fly out my window, and then what? Yeah, exactly. That's how I was feeling, too. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> I don't like this. But So I had to do that. And then um, it's one of my friends' birthday, and he's so fucking unorganized that it doesn't make no sense. Um, I asked him what his plans were. He said that he was going to his other friend's concert and then after party. Now the friend who concert it was um after party is trying to make him pay to get in the concert eighty dollars on his birthday so he he not going no more and now he's trying to attach himself to my plans like forcefully i see you having a weed party and oh tomorrow so um tomorrow's 420 which is today happy 420 everybody um so for 420 um i got asked by the brand pretty cold pretty hot cold which is a cannabis brand. They specialize in like CBD products, um, especially on CBD products, like seasonings and hot sauces and body butters and um, even like smokable CBD. Uh, they have CBD oil. And then now they're, they're expanding to THC. So that's what this event is about. Um, so all the things that they have with CBD in it, they're gonna have THC. So since I use the seasonings, I've been brought on as an ambassador for the company. And yeah, I guess I'm one of the hosts for the dinner tomorrow. So tomorrow you guess a... it's tomorrow. Well, yeah. So I'm one of the ambassadors for the dinner, and um, yeah, it's just an infused uh, dinner. So everything's gonna be infused with CBD and weed and THC. I'm sorry, let me not say mm-hmm. weed and crack. I just realized crack. I didn't <laughs> sorry. I just realized I didn't black beans of the week. You what? Why my back hurt? I should have threw myself on the ground. That's COVID. What? The last time I had COVID, my back was hurting so bad. For Sweetie, like a- I don't have COVID. That's where you're wrong. Let's 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 go ahead and get into this black business of the week. Let's backtrack because now you're tripping. All right. <laughs> you just pissed me off. All I'm right. sorry, pissed me. All right, y'all. So I want to give a black business of the week, right? I know this is very out of place, unconventional, whatever. But okay, so I have thanks to my friends in Kenya, Wanberry and Wanjiru, their sisters. Um, but mostly Wanjiru, because I just met Wanberry when I went to Kenya. Um, but uh she put me on a long time ago to this show on a YouTube channel called Back Chat, which is basically this show based out of the UK where they kind of just discuss 
popular topics like splitting a rent. I mean, not just that, but it very they actually do did a great job um breaking down these topics, giving different perspectives, whatever. So it used to get real good, real feisty. Now that show still kind of comes on, but they have a whole different cast. I don't really like it. So anyway, I have ever since then I've been like super in tune with UK culture. Before that, I was, but I'm really in tune now. So anyway. The channel that Backchat comes on, which is called Trend Central, has a show by this young lady named ZZ Mills. Now, ZZ Mills has her own show on there, but she interviews artists. She's uh, She interviews like influencers, just people that are relevant in the culture, per se, in the UK. And if you guys are familiar, ZZ Mills was actually trending recently <laughs> because um, she asked Ivorian doll who her top five favorite rappers was and she said city girls and ZZ didn't like that answer and JT was like girl like you know so they was having a little fake back and forth on Twitter anyway I like I personally like ZZ I like her perspective on a lot of stuff I think she's a very intelligent girl she can be problematic only because like how people say I say what's on my mind she is very honest with how she feels about stuff but not in a rude way like genuinely it's just one of those things if somebody say if you don't watch her draws you nasty, that's the truth. ZZ would say, if you don't watch her draws you nasty, but then the, the nasty draws brigade would be like in her mentions. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> if you guys are looking for a change of scenery or something unique or different to listen to compared to like our traditional American, you know, pop culture topics and things like that, I highly recommend checking out ZZ Mills on her Instagram is Z-E-Z-E-M-I-L-L-Z. Um, and then on YouTube, if you go to Trend Central, you'll see, I don't know why she doesn't have her own channel, but her show is, um, posted on the transition channel i don't know why but she has she speaks to people about like different health issues people who have been sex traffic she had ed sharon on her show before she had beanie man on her show like lo- people from the high level to the low level to local jokers even her own mama was on the show but i really like her i think she's a cool girl or whatever the case is and um i think y'all could appreciate following her so check her out okay then um I'm going to try to check out just because of the Nancy Draws Brigade, even though you made that up. But <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you probably seen that video of when, when JT was like, JT was just upset. Okay, so this is the problem. Ivorian Doll was listing her top five favorite rappers, but ZZ felt like, girls, city girls. And I get it, top five all time, but that's her story. That's that's Ivorian Doll's story. Yeah, how you going to ask me my opinion and then say and no? And then have a that. problem with it, exactly. And so uh, JT was like, thank you, Ivorian, for the love, blah, blah, blah. They, they over there trying to, they snatching their eyebrows, trying to get you to change your mind. And ZZ retweeted, she was like, I mean, y'all make good music, but y'all not the greats or something like that. I mean, that's not nice, but I wouldn't call them the greats. Yeah, but I love City Girls. This is true. I mean, I get it. I don't even think that the problem with situations because I have an issue with people like that. Um, my only issue is it's not the fact that what you're saying is wrong or the way that you feel about it is wrong. It's just like for what? Like what was the point? Yeah, I agree. And Zizi can be that way, but I do not I, think that I, she I hate purposely movie. like problematic people like that. Like you, you didn't you okay? You can feel that way. It's a lot of people who I don't like. Yeah. But I think even with me, like I have, I remember I walked into a house party one day um, in Atlanta and this guy, um, Flo Millie came on and this guy walked up to me who party it was and he was like, yeah, I don't like her. Yeah. That's, and I was like, you don't like her? Or you don't, I said, I said, you don't like her. Or you don't like her music because you don't know her. He was like, I don't like her music. And then he was like, I feel like she ruined this song. It was a, the remix to one of Soldier Boy songs. Um, uh, Gucci Bandana. She did a remix of that. Yeah, on her album, I remember. Yeah, 
And so he was like, yeah, and you should be mad because she fucked up like an Atlanta classic. Is that a Atlanta? Like, I mean, I guess. I mean, and it's I also like, Soulja Boy who's not a great rapper either, so. I was like, well, for one, you're expressing this to me like I'm the artist. I don't, I have nothing to, what do you Right, and to- how does he want you to respond to that? That's what I asked him. It's stuff like that. Like, yeah. I no, that. I agree. I will say that ZZ does not normally respond that way. She yeah. will express her opinion. Like, she doesn't like drill. She feels like drill has caused a lot of violence in London and it negatively influences. She always says that rap music or music in general can negatively influence the youth and people say it doesn't because they don't think it impacted them but i think i understand and i agree with her stance i didn't before because i used to feel like oh people gonna make their own choices but then when i catch myself saying or doing stuff that i heard in a song i started to think like okay i imagine a child who doesn't have the you know discernment but anyway yeah uh i agree i don't like those unsolicited opinions it makes for good content but in reality don't ask me who my top five is and then try to make me change it basically try to influence me change it but yeah the girl ZZ Mill, she still has some good quality content. I ain't gonna lie to you. Um, I don't like a whole lot of the other stuff Trans Central shares, but when it's a ZZ Mills video, I always watch. And I don't be knowing who these folks be, y'all, but I be tuned in and I be learning. <laughs> I want her to ask me that because I'm gonna say Northwest and then what? <laughs> what are those? These are clothes. <laughs> All right, so let's get into shop talk. Okay. Hello, girl. Nicki Minaj, put the phone down, girl. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Let me just say this. I'm not a quote-unquote fashion girl at all, but I will say that seeing a Mugler unitard with some Alexander McQueen sneakers was one of the wildest things I've ever seen in my life. Wait, 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 wait. What is What are we talking about? <laughs> She dropped the video today. Oh, I didn't see it. Okay. I didn't watch the video. I I don't want to because of the outfit. That just but if really... you don't, then she's not gonna drop her album. I don't got nothing to do with that. Um <laughs> yeah, that was the wildest thing. Cause I don't know. So here's the thing. When it comes to well, I, I thought I, this was Suki. Okay. <laughs> what here's the thing. When it comes to like celebrities, right? I always think everything's supposed to be elevated, high level, you know, most of the times when, especially when, when you're dealing with rappers, especially at her caliber, mm-hmm. I always feel like things should be untangible to the, the average person for me, like okay. for the average, I shouldn't be able to walk in the store and buy this. Oh, okay. I get what you're saying. You they, they you know what I'm be, saying? Yeah. Unless it's Ivy Park. Yeah, like I shouldn't be able to walk in, especially for this is for a music music video and a and a superstar. Okay, I get what you're saying. They should you something custom or one of a kind. Yes, yeah, I understand. This is something. First of all, not only is this something that is at Neiman Marcus, this is something that's probably gonna go on sale because nobody's buying this. Now wait, does she have? Doesn't she have a partnership with one of these brands? Or is that was that that was Fendi? She had Fendi. Yeah, this is Alexander McQueen. And uh Mugler. And then she got it rolled up on her sleeves. Then she got the Balenciaga purse right there with these Louis Vuitton glasses on. It's a lot. Like she I will say, looking at this picture, she looks cute, but it's I wouldn't think it was for a video. She looks like an entry-level rapper. Yeah, I would expect somebody who just got in the game to give this, and then you sitting there posing with Louis Vuitton bags. In the background, like you just got money yesterday. What's up with you, girl? Like, 
I didn't even mind you. I ain't even peeped the Louis Vuitton bags in the picture. Like, what's up? This is <laughs> insane. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like Nicki Minaj is such an odd person, and I've always felt this way from the way she talked. But she is definitely different. Even, and that's why I was gonna say put the phone because the way she tweet is just so different. I don't be no chaotic. Yeah, it is. It's you don't funny know if she though. Playing, if she for real, if she beefing or she not. Like when she was talking about. Um, so basically, y'all. Y'all know the this this what I meant. I don't know if I ever even spoke on this on the show. I really think it's very classless and cheesy for these girls to be begging for a Nicki Minaj feature, as if Nicki Minaj is just some next door girl who needs features from. Like that's it's like they begging for favors basically. And when I first yeah. saw this, I couldn't believe it. Like it's one thing to be a fan of someone. Clearly, she has fans all around the world. But imagine all her fans becoming rappers, and now she's supposed to do a song with y'all. And it's crazy because the people, a lot of people that's begging, have not really established themselves as a successful artist literally getting on the song with nikki will only benefit you yeah and and there's nothing wrong with that but i just think that if i was like if i was an artist and i wanted to catch the attention of my favorite artist or i wanted to collab with them i would want to do i want to prove to them that i deserve it you know what i'm saying because that's like people talking about why beyonce ain't did no song with me like why do y'all yeah. think nikki owes all that and i wonder where they get that from why they acting like this is it because she followed them she, it just doesn't make sense I don't know. And then, it, I don't know. I'm not going to speak on that because I know some of the girls personally, but I'll say this. Some like, of them. Well, yeah. Okay. Uh, stop trying to clock my teeth. I'm um, <laughs> so, I will say this. When it comes to your your art and your um, your passion, mm -hmm. it looks as if when you do things like that, when you are trying to like do things to get recognized by certain people or just to link up with certain people for whatever reason it doesn't seem genuine on your end it just look like you're in it for a certain benefit. attention and so you cannot be mad at her for choosing because people like what they like and like i always people around my age like they always express like you know it's so different in hip-hop and rap mm -hmm. like i always had these conversations just because I am always around rappers, female rappers in particular. So people are always like, you know, it's a different time and it doesn't sound, the sound is just really crazy. And I always tell them, I'm like, I appreciate it because I think when it comes to men, a lot of men experiment with sounds and they experiment with different things and people accept it. They even experiment with like saying certain things in the song, like even down to Lil Uzi, just the noises that he makes, all this other stuff. So I kind of appreciate it. Nice make noises. That's what I'm saying. But she was the only person doing that or for the longest. So now we have so many different people who Police screened on the track. Beyonce screened on the track. Beyonce is in a Let rapper, me stop. Bro. I'm trolling. Okay, yeah. go ahead. Beyonce definitely raps. No, 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 no. I don't wanna, I don't wanna, I don't wanna go. You think she ain't rapping Carmen? Well, what my man at? <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? She ain't rapping Carmen. Anywho. But what I'm saying is I always tell people I, I enjoy the different styles I did. I enjoy new shit. Like yeah. I always I always like to hear like new fresh stuff. So I enjoy it to a certain extent. Yeah, it's exciting. And I feel when like some when people switch it up a little bit. Yeah, I feel like some people, but see the thing is, the thing is when people when you say switch it up, that's another thing. That's Nicki Minaj's thing. Before that, Look him, all, all her albums sound the same. Queen Latifah sound the same. Now why you gotta throw them down to-, to I'm to... not, I'm not. I'm saying this as people have a style. 
when Nicki Minaj came out, she had eight different voices that she rapped in. I know that. How was you the know problem. she got um a mental illness? Well, she is okay. Speaking, or, or you know, these are like going? Different characters in her head that's talking. I'm just saying. Yeah, that, Roman Polanski, that was which style. is an so interesting now everybody character feel to me. Like everybody feels like, oh. Okay, she done sounded like this on three albums. She needs to switch it up. Well, I mean, that's her style. Other rappers have styles before Nicki came out. Remy has a style. All her music, all her raps, they have that same style, same cadence, same thing. That's, you know. All I'm saying is everybody ain't got to change their style up. Wait, how we, how we get to change a style up? I don't know, but we here. I was just, <laughs> I was just pointing out, you know, the girls begging for features, literally, and oh, then, yeah. then downplaying the girls who did get features. It's just as lame and tasteless. And you know, regardless of how you feel, especially Erica Banks, girl, you are the last one who need to be out here talking crazy because you literally <laughs> only had the busted challenge. Literally, <laughs> you came out as a as a potential replacement for Megan, and, and that's heavy on potential because I'm really being friendly with saying that. But I just think it's crazy how she did. It just was like I don't like how she handling this, and like you, the last one who deserve a feature. I'm not trying to be funny. I just I do think that the people that Nikki has decided to do features with is interesting because they aren't like, I, you know, I don't love Coyle Ray or Bia, but you know, it's her choice on who she wants to work with is what I'm trying to say. I understand that, you know, I understand, Oh, you might feel like why, but that's like, that's like a why her type of situation. Why her, not me. It's just lame. I don't like it. But the way, but after that was what yesterday, Nikki went on Twitter today and I don't know what she was saying, child. I just, I don't know. I'm looking at it now. I didn't see this cause I was out. I'm looking at it. So now that's what I'm looking at. I ain't know what was going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Maybe she talks to one of the voices in her head. I'm telling you, she could be. I th- so I think that's two things. A couple of things happened. Number one, Ruby Rose was on the Big Facts podcast and she was like, oh, the man I date got to make more money than me or something like that. She was like, it worked for some people, but I mean, it worked for Nicki Minaj. Now, that <laughs> And then Nikki said, excuse me, when you talk to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, dang, the girls burning bridges left and right. They don't care. But I will say it's very clear that Nikki Minaj is the breadwinner. But I just feel like that was an interesting example to provide because she is such a unique person. Like, it's not going to be a lot of men making more than her. Yeah. And I think and we don't know what he's doing to make money. Yeah, literally. We don't. I mean, honestly, because we don't. He, you're absolutely right. Nobody knows. It's just he could have quiet money. We don't. It's just weird. I don't know. Anyway, I'm moving on because this is the most I spoke on Nicki Minaj in 30 seconds ever. Because you love her. That's not true. I don't hate her, but I, you know, y'all know I'm not a fan. I'm deaf dumb. <laughs> She's clearly a fan. <laughs> okay. So anyway, uh, let's move on. Do you? Oh, okay, y'all. So. Yeah, um, Ashley Darby fi- um, filed for separation from Michael Darby. If y'all watch Real Housewives of Potomac, if y'all oh, remember, no. it's been a couple of issues with them over the years. Um, he's been caught, he's been accused of doing stuff with men, he's been caught on video with different women, etc. etc. Now, when they first got married, now Ashley's really young, like I think she's either my age or a little younger, but Michael is like in his 70s, probably darn almost 80s, anyway. Um when they first got married, they had a five-year prenup, basically saying like if he had an affair or they got divorced within the first five years and she would get half of everything. 
Now, he actually did cheat on her during that five years, but she apparently really loves this man and did not divorce him and they worked it out. They ended up having two kids. And then when he got caught up in something else, she was like, all right, let's reassess this prenup thing. And so in 2017, they re-signed the prenup. Same thing goes. If if you have a, if we get divorced in the next five years, I we get a divorce and I get half of everything. Baby, 2022 is the fifth year. The girl, wait. So who getting half? So they got to get half. Yes, actually about to get half. Now, I don't know what happened. They are filming on Potomac right now. So I hope everything was caught on camera. Ashley is not one to shy away from how she's how she uh, feels about stuff. So I hope sis just lets us know what's going on in her little heart. Now, I hate to see divorce and all the other stuff, but Michael Darby is very creepy. And I actually kind of like Ashley's old messy behind. Um, But, you know, it's just too bad because now you're going to have these two churn, a needy hmm. mama and mind you michael darby's worth 20 million dollars jesus give me the 10 listen listen and don't leave a penny out (laughs) (laughs) every last one now i'm not i i i mean i'm all for i think i think everyone should sign a prenup now everybody don't qualify to be getting half because what's half a zero okay yeah. But I definitely think there should be some protections in place, especially if you if you don't got caught up in this type of mess. Anyways, oh, look at what Ruby Rose just posted. After all that surgery, you still ugly. That's what gets me. Oh, is this a shot at Nikki? That's Nikki's lyric. I know. That's what I'm saying. The girl. First of all, all what's right, up? They walking and waking up to choose violence like that. Why oh, is this she is crazy? All right. Do you have anything for shop talk? Uh, so I um, oh, I think I do. Let me see. Hold on. Man, come on. Slow phone. Um, man. Oh, so. How you feel about Queen Tokyo Tony pulling up to this courtroom, airing it out like that? Okay, so I did not get a chance to watch the video. But, you know, whenever I see a post like on the shade room and it's a bunch of posts and a bunch of reader, I'd be like, Hannah, I'll just, somebody will tweet the summary. <laughs> um, what she say? Or unless it's somebody I really like and I'll go through all of them. But so basically Tony, she got kicked out of the courtroom because the Kardashians said they're scared of her. And she's like, y'all have security guards, there's police in here. What are you scared of? What am I going to do? Yeah. Um, and she said that she yesterday was fine because they sat behind them. I mean, they sat behind her. What can she do from in front of her? She ain't even turning around in the courtroom. They but, just want to humiliate her. Yeah. For that darn so, song. She just was saying that they all look crazy, that they were gonna lose. And um the jurors are on China's side and that um she said that they look sick. Courtney, Chloe was looking sick. That's what she said. She was like, they look oh sick. They're going to sue her for defamation. That's what they in court for. Against so Tony? They, they, um, a defamation suit, if I'm not mistaken, from China against them. I was about to say, yeah. I'm, I'm talking about they're going to sue. Okay. No, they're going to sue her. Trying to get yeah. their money back. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, I also saw that the jurors, you know, when you get jury duty, they have to make sure you don't have a bias um 
affiliation with the case and people in the Kardashians was in there when they were stating their case and a lot of them was saying how they don't like the Kardashians and how they don't want to be on the case because of you know it was just funny anyway mm. um this case is interesting I don't know a whole lot about it it seems like it's been pretty private for the most part um but I know that it has a lot to do with China saying that they got her show taken down um and she took and she lost a lot of money because of that uh which you know hey if there was a contract drawn up she has a case but i also think that black china has been on a petty mission ever since she first got with rob so hey you got to see it through my boy <laughs> she also said she ain't got no coins and she had to sell her cars i think that's a part of the case man oh yeah i said the same thing <laughs> first of all y'all know goddamn well she is lying okay then a girl only had her kids once a week <laughs> She, she that's a part of her case boo y'all better get into it y'all better I'm saying know. that you had to get rid of you with some of your cars like girl get a grip people are dying said your, st- your listen, in-laws listen y'all need to understand that a tourist know how to work they set and she is set working <laughs> but China is a floor walker Okay, so we, anyway. But so we left a piece off the Ruby Rose thing too I ain't mean to go back but I just seen it when she was gang banging she said I ain't mean it in a disrespectful way when I said it. I just was saying you can be happy with a man who makes less than you. Next time, I'll just say Britney Spears. <gasps> Girl, are you stupid? You don't even know what Britney Spears man probably got more than um. What's the little baby name, Daddy? Child, I don't know. Oh my god! And then she also on that same podcast I saw on Twitter yesterday. She was talking about how she um she only throws up gang signs because she thinks it's cool and she likes the colors. Sickening. And said that she hangs a lot of gang bangers. So it was like, so what you gonna do when it's a shootout? She was like, the people I be with don't be on that. Girl, you hanging with gang bangers? Mm. She annoying. I like her rap voice, but I don't like her as a person. And no, I don't know her, but I know enough to know when I don't like somebody. Enjoy it. Let's move on. All right. So for today's topic, it's actually streaming from the uh the Twitter streets. Okay. So, you know, I know on the previous episode I've talked about people who are like, you know, how they talk about tech and all this other stuff. Everybody talking about how much money they make and all these things. But one thing I've seen consistently is the debate on whether or not six figures is a lot of money. Now, the first problem I have with that statement is six figures could mean anywhere from 100,000 to $999,000. Okay. So you could be a borderline millionaire or making just $100,000. So when people say that, I need them to be very specific. But I think that in most people's eyes, six figures is $100,000. Dot zero, zero cents. Okay. Yeah. So as I continuously see this on social media, people are always oh, not a lot of money and da, 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 da. And I never really engage in these conversations because I just get annoyed by those kind of Twitter topics. But I felt like I would go and do a little bit of research to try to explain is I just wanted to like, let's dive into it. Is it a lot of money? Is it not? Now, that's first things first. A hundred grand is a lot of money, period. I yeah. don't care if you're getting it in a lump sum. I don't care if you earn it in a lot in one year. But I think what happens is there are people who make 30,000, 40,000, 50,000, you know, all the way up the spectrum. And because they don't have $100,000, they look at it as like, oh, that's a lot of money. That's enough money to change somebody's life. So, you know, having that much money will make a big difference for them. But what I've learned and over time, 
even starting down from when I was making minimum wage, every time I got more and more money, I realized it wasn't enough because there were so many other things that I wanted to do that I couldn't exactly do. Like, for example, when you make less money, you may tend to have debt. You may tend to have, you know, the place you live may not be exactly where you want to live, but it's what you can afford. So as you get more money, you don't really escape that. You just kind of get something a little bit better. And so I think that's where the, where people get that perception from. Anyways, I want to um, ask you, do you think $100,000 is a lot of money? Um, <clears throat> you talk to a person who thinks that $10,000 is a lot of money. So a hundred <laughs> is a lot because I can do a lot with 10. Like it, it won't go too, too far, but the way I'm going to set it up, it's going to go off. <laughs> I, give me five and watch. I show the fuck out. But, um, I think that, I think that people don't take advantage of their resources. Um, and I used to be one of those people. Like, I feel like there's always a cheaper route that is just as sufficient um, as the one that you think is the best way. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that that's the problem that us as Americans have. We always, of course, want quality and we want um, the best of the best, but you don't always have to spend the money. So I think that in general, people thinking about what type of car they would want to drive, how they would want to live, it's ways around that. And it's ways that, you know what I'm saying? You could still um, live lavishly on a budget. Yeah, I agree. Or, you know what I'm saying? So I don't yeah, know. I think it a lot of people's mean. biggest issues is money management. No matter how much money you have, like somebody yeah, could literally be a That's my problem. Yeah. <laughs> somebody could have somebody could be a millionaire and have the same amount of money as somebody who makes sixty thousand dollars is one hundred percent possible. Yeah. It's all about how much money you getting in and how much money is going out. And I think that's where people don't think about because they think that once they get this big salary, then all their financial problems will be gone. But that's not true. And I think I've said this before, maybe it was on Twitter, but as you get more money, your desires grow. I just bought a $700 purse. I would have never bought that two, three, four years, five, however many years ago. But because I've got access to more money, now I see things. I'm now attracted to luxuries. But when I was broker, I'll be like, anybody finna spend all that on no purse? Because I ain't had no um, money to spend all that on no purse. Talk about it because same with me it's, it's what happens it's and it naturally happens like i drove my nissan versa for nine years y'all that that cost saw me through every pay grade but soon as i got soon as i got to my first i say my last job oh, wow. i was like i can afford a mercedes i'm gonna get a mercedes because at that point what's crazy is that mercedes cost the same thing i paid for that versa but i just didn't know better but anyway the point is I would have never got a Mercedes when I was making $10 an hour. My mind couldn't even think to even look into how much they cost because automatically I'm not attracted to it because I don't have that kind of money. Even though I did have that kind of money and didn't realize it is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Because you had to go a different route. Like, and then you found a way, like if you would have gotten that car um, brand new off the lot, you would have paid more money for it. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So I didn't know better about buying certified pre-owned vehicles, which I will always do for the rest of my life. But also that's another, that's another money management thing. And I also think that when people don't have a lot of money or they have, are in really a really tight position financially, they tend to not know about a lot of hacks or a lot of shortcuts because they just doing what they got to do for the moment. But when you get, when you like, for me, now that I make more money, I know so much about cash back, credit card points, all these things that could really benefit somebody that's not making that much money. 
but because of their predicament, they're not who I don't got time to think about that. I need some food right now. I need this right I now. Feel you. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you put me on to that for real because I think like for me, I just be liking to go in and out of the store. I'm not a person that can sit in the store. The only place that I've been consistent with my um with my point system is like Kroger because I yeah. get the gas points. Oh, yeah, and maybe true. CBS, but true. And that's but, another thing. And it'd be the little things when you and, and that's an uh, it's so much, y'all. But I um, but yeah, I thought about that and like I was just telling my friend, like, okay, yeah, you get a hundred thousand, you can get a place like did let me tell you something. When you making, let's say you're making, so when I was working at the Apple store, I was making like, what, $17 an hour, right? My apartment, matter of fact, when I got my apartment, I was making $14.50 an hour. My rent was $6.75 and that was all I could afford to the dollar. When I started getting more money, now that I can now add another one to $200 to my, my rent, I started noticing all the stuff I never liked about that first apartment, but I dealt with it because it's all I could afford. So now I'm looking at thousand dollar apartments. And while to somebody who can only afford 675, might say that thousand dollars be like, that's unnecessary. I'll need a roof over my head. But let me tell you something about that 675. They had sewage problems. The power be out here and there. It's trash on the ground. But because I was so broke, I looked over that because it was better than what I could afford when I was making $10 an hour. So anyway, yeah. Let me get down to the breakdown. So what I've gathered, I pretty much researched like four of the more popular states. So Georgia, California, New York, and Florida. And generally between those four states, $100,000 would bring home anywhere from $26 to $2,900 every two weeks. Yeah. So every two weeks, you're going to make at least $2,600. Okay. That's including, in, that's including um, health insurance. No, no, sorry. Backtrack. That's including all the taxes that come out your check. That's it. So federal tax, state tax, Medicare, security, all that stuff. Okay, cool. Now, um, I think obviously 100K, let's just say it's just $100,000. Is it, it, it obviously depends on where you live to determine where that cost of living can get you. So for example, I also looked up, um, uh-oh, did I lose my tab? Okay, here we go. So the app, like for example, the average rent for a one bedroom apartment in DC, and I don't have DC on that salary pay, but I thought it would be interesting to look at the rent. It's $2261. Okay. LA. Oh wow, LA in um in DC, neck and neck. Okay, $2261. Okay. In New York, now it pulled up Manhattan for whatever reason. So I know it's a little pricier, but them folks saying $42.65 average for a one-bedroom. Then we come to Atlanta, not just Georgia, but Atlanta specifically. We're looking at $18.12 for the average for a one-bedroom, which is crazy. Literally only $300, $400 away from what? Yes, exactly. Okay, so. For me, I'm paying, I'm, it's only $150. Yeah, that's crazy. So um, this is what I want to say. The calculation that I gave y'all for the bi-weekly pay, that's with no dependents, no kids, okay? Hello, that's, that's, that's not including any debt you may have. You may have student, you might have student loans. You might have nice things you want to treat yourself to. This don't include no kind of investment. They don't include 401k. They don't include Roth IRA. They don't even include contribute to a savings account. I'm literally giving y'all raw numbers based off one paycheck, Okay. So for the sake of transparency, I'm going to put myself on this ballot because I think my mortgage is pretty cheap. It's definitely cheaper than the average rent. So I'm okay with sharing it so we can calculate what we get at the end of the month after a hundred thousand. Okay. All right. So let's, so in Georgia, my, if I made a hundred thousand dollars, 
my, I can expect every two weeks, I can expect a salary of two, I mean, a paycheck of $2,703 and 51 cents. All right. Let's multiply that times two. All right. So we're looking at 5407 a month. Okay. I just had to calculate that from the computer and I'm going to pull it up on my phone. And maybe this, maybe this will be different for each person. Okay. So, okay. First things first, I got a mortgage, right? My mortgage is $1,200. Okay. So we're going to deduct that from the 5407 that we make a month. Okay. And $1,200 is very fair because according to rentcafe.com, the cheapest place to live in Atlanta. Do you want to guess? What? Campbellton Road. Well, the average rent is eleven fourteen. Okay, so me paying twelve hundred a month puts me right at the bare minimum. Okay, to live in Atlanta. That's because right. it's the only places in Atlanta that ain't been gentrified. Ain't been gentrified yet. Okay, so me and my one hundred thousand dollars salary, making fifty four oh seven a month after taxes, minus twelve hundred dollars for my mortgage. Now I do pay a HOA, which is two ninety five a month. But we're not even going to consider that because we're going to assume this person that we calculated is a renter. Okay. Got so it. now I'm left with 4207. My light bill and my gas bill together is about $100. Okay. Not really. It's like 90 something, but we're going to take it out anyway. So now I'm left with 4107. Okay. Cool. My car note is 416. Okay. And I paid 325 for my verse. So we're going to say 416 anyway because cost of cars has gone up. Okay. Yeah. My full coverage insurance is really cheap. Never had an accident. Well, <laughs> my car insurance is really cheap. I got full coverage with a low deductible for a hundred dollars a month. Okay, it's really ninety-seven. You're blessed. That's a blessing. Listen, hello. Now, even though I work remote, I still have to drive to the store, drive to my family, etc. So, so I fill up now every two weeks for me and my car is about forty-five dollars on a full tank. We're gonna hey. say. We're going to say it's $35 every two weeks, okay? So we're looking at $70 a month, okay? Okay, cool. So far, we got $35.21 left. Now, we need groceries. We ain't even talking about going out to eat with your friend. We talking about groceries. Now, for me, I am a very strategic cooker, and I shop for groceries based off collective recipes, so a bunch of stuff that shares ingredients. So I'm going to say I spend about $2.50 a month on groceries, which is not – I spend way less than that, but I know that I'm a very strict person. So we're going to deduct $2.50 off that thing, okay? All right. Now, so we got our gas, we got our insurance, we got our groceries, we got our utilities. I got to get my hair done. I don't know about y'all, but every male and female, for the most part, need to go to a barber or a hairdresser, right? So for me, I'm going to say I put it. How much your, your haircuts be? Or was in Atlanta? $40. $40. Okay, that's fair. So my I go price. Buy, I go buy weekly. So that's $80 a month for the haircut. Okay. And I spend $70 every, if I, let's say I got my hair done every two weeks for just a press and $70, $70 every two weeks. So let's just say $150. Okay. Okay, cool. All right. So now we left with 3121. And mind you, I ain't even calculated 401k. Now 3121 is great. Now don't get it twisted. Now let's say we went to college. Okay. And we got student loans. Now my student loan payment is 345 a month, but we're gonna say 200. Okay. All right. 200. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. <laughs> let's say you need clothes, right? And you don't shop a lot, but you know the season changing. And you don't gain a little weight from being in a pandemic. Okay, oh cool. Oh, my God. So let's just say you go to Target. You get you some jeans, about $4 each. So that's two pair. 
that 80 right there. Okay. And you ain't got to get them every month, but this is a special month. Okay. You need some shirts. Let's say you got like a bunch of plain shirts. They rough about $8 a piece. Let's say four. Mm. Okay. Okay. Hello. All right. So now we don't cover our living expenses. We don't cover our student loan debt. We don't cover our light bill. And we don't cover what else? What else do we do? You think it's a miscellaneous charge that comes up throughout the month? Um, a flat tire. Flat. Oh, girl, I just got my tire replaced, and it was two fifteen. I just got my hair did because you gotta have money for stuff like that. Okay, hello. Oh, you, you know, some people got AAA, but they don't go with a flat tire though. <laughs> Wait, I think I just lost my uh. All right. Anyway, I might be off about 200, but it's okay. Okay, cool. Um, now let's say we got friends. Cause we live in Atlanta. We like brunch. We like lamb chops. We like hookah. Now, if you, how, how much money? I only like you, hookah and I smoke hookah at home. When you, when you would go out in Atlanta, how much would you say you spent every night or every week? Um, when I go out, I'm very frugal. I go to free spots. So no entry fee. Okay. <laughs> Um, at the minimum, if I did, I'll pay $10 to get in and I'll buy a drink or two. So let's say I buy two drinks at $12 each. Okay. So that's about $40. How often would you say tax, you do that? Because I have the tip. Um, now, these are not necessary things, but we want to be realistic for somebody in Atlanta weekend. making 100 grand. Once a weekend. Okay. So about mm, 200 uh, a month. Yeah. Okay, or that's it, fair. It, yeah. And that's not including them Chick-fil-A visits on six days a week. Okay, cool. Now, we're doing good. We had 23.86 a month. And let's say, hey, I want to really invest in my 401k. So based off of um, what I make a month in Georgia, I want, if y'all listening right now still after all this, all this calculation, I appreciate y'all. That means y'all really invested. And um, so let's say that we uh you you invest three percent of every paycheck to your four hundred one k. So that's eighty one oh nine every two weeks. Okay, cool. Minus eighty one. Minus eighty one. All right. So I think that's realistic. I think we cover a lot of like basic necessities in Atlanta. Let's say we got credit card debt. We're gonna say we spend about one fifty a month on credit card debt. Okay, cool. Mm. Okay. And that's it. I don't know. I don't think you need more than that. What you think? On credit card, which means so in general, for general? we cover all the basic expenses of a maybe a, an average person in Atlanta. Okay, that's it. Yeah, with the poorest rent in the city. Okay. Okay. All right. So that leaves us with a take home each month of two thousand and seventy four dollars, which is amazing. But if you make a hundred k, you not living on Calvinton Road. You ain't got no money left over because all your money just went to rent. I rest my case. <laughs> I'm sorry. Somebody just texted me something real weird. What they said? Open the door. <laughs> nah, they act, girl. I'll tell you later. Okay. So basically, what I'm trying to say is, yes, a hundred thousand dollars is a lot of money, but with the reality of the cost of living, is you don't have a whole lot to play with because we just calculated how much somebody living on Camelton Road making a hundred grand will have left over at the end of the month due to the fact that the rent on Camelton Road is pretty much half of what it costs in the rest of the city, you literally don't have nothing left at the end of the month. Yeah. Yeah. And so I just, I say all that to say this is it's subjective. 
and people that's making less than a hundred grand in any capacity, especially living in Atlanta, they are maintaining, but nobody can, not a lot of people can say they're living comfortably. And, yeah, and a lot of y'all are, talking about a lot of the people who were saying a hundred K and a lot of money got roommates. So even cut that in half. Listen, and ain't nothing wrong with having a roommate, but I feel like people are being forced to have to do that in Atlanta because of rent. But yeah, anyway, I just felt like that calculation was necessary because I think that people just think they just hear the overall dollar amount. And now granted what we have left over 2074 is pretty good, but not you not living on Camelton Road with that. So that was a very modest stay down for the come up calculation. <laughs> <laughs> but I just think that I just think that people should just consider money management and overall cost of living. That's all I'm trying to say. Like when people say stuff like that, it's not a lot of money until you get that much money. And now you wonder where your money went. Because I'm somebody that's very, very, very good with their money. I really am. I can understand yeah, you are. that. I, tr- I have been treating myself lately, but even only when it was absolutely a confirmation that I'm not going to need that money for something else. And I, I have had a job where I was making 75 K and I was like, not check the check, but all my money was accounted for. And that's including me allocating money to my savings at a set amount. I think I used to set to like $200 a month, go to my savings. And then after all that, I wouldn't have nothing left over, which is okay. Some people say that's okay. Oh, really? So you, you was only doing 200 a month at the time? Only 200 a month. What do you do now? <laughs> a okay. lot more. Tell me later. Tell me later. Uh, yeah, a lot more. A lot more. <laughs> And that's my thing. If every dollar has been accounted for, it can, things can seem tough. Like when I was, and I hate to sound like a, a bragger, but when I was making 75K around that time, I was definitely moving stuff from my savings to my checking because I over uh, assumed a certain a certain transaction or something like that. But, you know, anyway, I don't know. I just thought that, that was, I had a little fun researching that and I just wanted to share it with y'all. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's an interesting uh, take on it. I um I personally think that I could definitely live off 100k, but since I'm a entrepreneur and I work for myself, I definitely would probably flip that. That would be the wise thing to do, but you know, like I said before, now 100k is not poverty, but I always tell people you can't save your way out of poverty, so you can flip it when you're in a position to do so. Yeah. But when you're not, you scraping and bumping, man. Unless you do something illegal. Hmm. I'm sorry. Hold on one second. Literally three people just text me. Is it okay if I give this person your number? They what all in the front. They all in front of that person at the same time. I guess so. Anyway, yeah. Um, I just you know I really do want all my people to shine and get the money to, um that they desire so they can have the lifestyle they want or deserve. Um, but just stop counting people's pockets because poor management don't mean a gap darn thing. If no, I don't care how much money you make if you're not allocating things appropriately and you know planning for the future then you're gonna be working for the rest of your life and you're gonna be planning to fail sure we're not trying to work for the rest of our life over here i don't know about y'all not even past 40 tbh i'm talking about, i'm not even lifting a finger when it's nine o'clock in the morning <laughs> so what are you gonna do travel i heard that i ain't gonna lie <laughs> that sound real tea yeah hun, i got things to do people to see and it ain't that it ain't at work that don't sound like no. Never mind. What? I was about to say that ain't gonna sound. That don't sound like a wife. You sound like you trying to be single. I can travel with my man. This is true. What if your, <laughs> man, what if your man be still working? Well, that's his fault. He got the same twenty four hours I did. <laughs> did I lie? Did I lie? <laughs> The bar's gonna be like, okay, pick a side. 
But I got that sound from TikTok. Mm. Anyway, so basically, y'all listen, man. The only way to have more money is to make more money. So I'm wishing success and prosperity on all my people that's hearing this and even those that didn't get a chance to. $100,000 is absolutely a lot of money, especially when you count your duckings right. Okay? Hello. Mm. Hello. All right. So anything you want to add to this episode? Um, fuck niggas get money. Okay. That's it. <laughs> all right let's wrap this thing up y'all it's with another episode of od podcast holla at your girl and your swirl and your world and your curl
respect people like him and want to recognize our own people for the contrib- contribution they made in entertainment. But you don't even value them. Half the time, these folks don't even go to those award shows. They don't even be there. They be having to set, set rewards from, from Zoom whole time. They could have been down there. Mm. Anyways. You're giving late. But you know what? That from, you know, um, I think when, once I left that job and um, first of all, when I left that job, it, it helped me with rejection, especially in my field, because it's a lot of times where I kind of put myself out there for certain jobs or certain types of clients and I'll get rejected. But it's OK, because I'm like, you know what, maybe I don't want to be in that environment. I just be thinking about um, what would be more lucrative than what I'm doing now. So I'd be like, OK, maybe I can go this route. But I mean, I'm learning that I just I make my you know I decide what makes me money or how much you know what I'm saying what I can accept or what I like. Um, so yeah, shout out to the people that um, try not to negotiate <laughs> black people's rates. At the end of the day, <sighs> go for what you feel like you deserve for yourself or what you want for yourself don't change who you are based on i mean obviously there's a time and a place for everything but don't feel like you have to completely revamp your image to be accepted by people who do not look like you and if it's somebody disrespected somebody you care about address it it just Mm. is what it is there Mm. are repercussions for every action so definitely consider that but if it means something to you just don't you know don't kill nobody oh i would never because, I mean, there's a thin line between smack and smack the black out you to the point where you fell off the stage and hit your head. Now you got to sue because you got a concussion. I mean, he did slap. What's that little girl said? He slapped him motherfucker down to the ground, okay? <laughs> why did I see a video? On, somebody sent it to me, and that's why I hate people's conspiracies. Talking about if you zoom in, you can see a fake cheek on Chris Rock's face. This is another distraction in America. Girl, I'm so tired of dis- distractions in the mirror. I'm so tired of the word distraction. I wish I could. I wish I could mute words before I see them on my on social media. And I wish I could mute Justin LaBoy being reposted from people I follow. I actually like Justin LaBoy's post. Mm-hmm. I'm like one of the one of five million people that don't. But I actually be enjoying it because I relate to a lot of it. Unfortunately, of course you do. I think I think the reason why it annoys me so much is because I know that he is on the other side of the page and he's not he's not creating original content. Mm, where he getting it from? What you he think? Said people send them to him. He just repost memes. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, they be true sometimes. Every single month. Oh, he go them dum 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 Aries. Dum 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 dum. They said the same thing about everybody. You know, just in an effort to get reposted, I guess. But I'm sorry, I don't want to see his posts. I don't even like seeing memes. That's why. That's why I shouldn't even be on Instagram. But you there? I know, cause I like looking at myself. I like looking at my page. And I like attention. Do you? <laughs> Loves it. Anyways, all right, y'all. Let's wrap this episode up. Man, y'all, for real, for real, y'all, please pray to the house guys that I'm done with this. I'm going to put you on number one on my prayer list. I put my offer in on February 7th, y'all. In the best case scenario, it can take 21 days to close on the house. It's about to be 60, okay? I never experienced this before in my life. So they just not saying nothing or? No, they saying stuff. But they dragging their feet. They just, this is the thing. In this situation, I brought my own lender, which means, okay, so when you go to buy a house, just a quick story. 
realtors have lenders that they like to work with and they typically typically are like hey these are the lenders i like to work with if you're looking for one my realtor did do that but the realtor the lender that i'm working with right now i work with them for my current home and i love their process i feel like they had nice tech like a lot of lenders you have to scan and email and fax a lot of different documents and for this particular lender, you just upload it to a portal and you link stuff. And then it might not seem like a big deal, but when you got to send over 50 different documents, it's a time saver. And so I was like, you know, I really like their process. They have a portal where I can view the status of everything instead of emailing and asking all these questions. So I'm like, let me just work with them. But the lender that I, the, the person at this lender that I worked with before no longer works for me, he works for another company. So I just got a new lender through the same company, expecting the same experience. But it is definitely easier when your lender has a relationship with your realtor because they communicate. And in my mm-hmm. situation, they don't know each other. Yes, they have been communicating, but things are not, I don't feel prioritized. And that's yeah. this is one of the reasons why people say don't finance through a bank. Don't go through Chase or Wells Fargo because you are just a number to them as you are to all lenders. But if you have a local lender, someone who, you know, they need your business, they care about your business. But if you go to a big national lender, you whether you buy your home with them or not, the next customer will. It's one of those situations, but- you know, it is what it is. I'm here now. And um, this isn't discouraging me to into buying a home, but um, I definitely know that I can't handle that right now. <laughs> like all that. <laughs> yeah, it definitely requires some patience in this situation, but I'm telling you for this to be my fourth property, I've never experienced this ever. And this is also an investment property. So it's not like I'm buying something residential. So there was a lot more documentation I needed to provide and might I add money. So, you know, that's just one of them things. Whew, I'm going to tell you, we got to lie how much money I got to call for. You're going to fall out your sofa. I ain't going to fall out. I know. I oh, know yes, you will. I, but I, the thing about it is with you, when it comes to stuff like that, I actually... You need you really need to just teach a frugal class. That's what people because, say. People don't listen. Because the thing about it, now I will say that LA probably will make me a more frugal person for one, because the only thing that I spend my money on mostly is like um clothes and food, like like miscellaneous money, like money that I just be spending. So what I do love about LA is that people here are not more, they're not like superficial or they don't, they they are into their looks to a certain extent, but it's a certain crowd. Mm-hmm. But um, just everyday people, what I will say is like, I feel overdressed a lot. Like people look at me out in public and be like, "What do you do?" Or like, "What?" Are, like they think I'm a celebrity in Atlanta. This is normal. I'm like, we all dress like rappers in Atlanta. That's just I know. I'm do. learning that from TikTok. People be like, "I can't." This girl from New York, she was like, she went to the club just throwing a sweatsuit to go to the club. She was like, "So y'all step out no matter what every time." And she, she was talking about Atlanta people. Yeah, so she was like in comfort, like a t-shirt and some sweatpants. And just to go to the a bar or whatever, and this girl had on like a fashion over outfit, and she was like, This how y'all dress for everything? Yes. <laughs> so, like coming here, it's really definitely toned everything down. I would for me. see, I would expect that everywhere. So I guess I would be overdressed somewhere else. Yeah, like I just I I be overdressed all the time, but I mean these are my clothes, like this is what I what wear. are those? These are clothes. Like I just dress like that. So de- definitely that. And then going out to eat here is just a lot. First of all, it's $20 to park. Um, yeah, I do not meal, miss California parking. It's like $75 to eat. Mm-mm. So that's like $100 for a meal. Like today I'm going out. Like er- earlier I went with my friends to a ramen spot. It was lunch special, $15. And I got a whole meal. 
$15 plus tip in tax. Um, and then I got ice cream. Mm. But we're going for tacos tonight. But the place that we're going to, it's like $7 for all you can eat tacos. And then the margaritas are like, buy one, get one, like two for one, because it's Taco Tuesday. So I'm oh, like, wow. Mm. It might be nice. Yeah, uh, y'all have fun with very, that. I'm very, I'm trying to be very frugal. Um, I'm trying to go to Alicia. Well, that's what I'm going to call it. Every time, but for real though, every time I go out and I'll be like, uh, Alicia wouldn't do that. So I'm not <laughs> doing No shade. Because I swear to God, I promise you, like when I was in Atlanta, I'm like, now this girl too cheap. But now living here, I'm like, Listen, I am cheap. But the thing is, I feel like when I going out to eat is not something that I want to do regularly. I just don't even enjoy it. First of all, it's yeah. something that I would like to like plan out, but I cannot doing it every single day. I like to rest and relax. Like I just that's too much moving around for me. Like I don't even go out to brunch here. I haven't been to brunch since I moved here. Like I that was something that I did all the time in Atlanta. Yeah. Um. And now I'm Alicia to it. Like I'm. Yeah, I'm listening. I'm gonna cook me a meal. I might even DoorDash if I'm feeling like it, but I, but you know, I always been out of the way. I don't got time. I don't, you know what I'm saying? But being cheap has helped me get to this moment I'm in now. Cause when I, I said all that to say that you're going to spend that money, but you definitely going to get it back probably times four. Now, oh, how long sure. thank you? Probably 18 six. months. It's going to take me 18 months to recoup this investment. If that just paints a picture how much money well, I that's, Listen, you have another dog by then. No, I'm not. Well, I might. I actually been thinking about getting a second dog, which is crazy. See, crazy and sick in the head. Anyway, let's wrap this thing up, mine. Hey, mine. In in conclusion. Um. Yeah. Just you know what? I don't know. really. Huh? No, I was just saying. In conclusion. Um. Slap that hole today, cause you don't know. You don't know what's gonna happen tomorrow. Cause if you don't slap it today, you're gonna be thinking about it later on. The week after, like, damn, I should have hit her. You see, Will Will at home. With yeah, that's how we get to it. Right. That. He sleep. He probably relaxing, chilling in the bed with his Oscar and Jada. All right. This has been another episode of OD Podcast. Holla at yeah, you, girl. Holla at your twirl, world, and curl. Okay. And curl. Dang, he just had to take the pearl from me. I'm sorry. Okay. I just said, okay. <laughs> Bye. Yeah.